Chapter 13 I meant to ask Axe about my little problem. I had promised Cassie I would. But right after school, we had the mission. And if I'd brought it up then, everyone would have made me stay home. Maybe that would have been the smart thing to do. But it seemed to me that the sudden surprise morphing had occurred just twice. The first time, it had been a total catastrophe. But the second time, only my feet had morphed. Obviously, whatever was the matter with me, I was getting better. Probably, it would never even happen again. Probably. I called my dad on his cell phone when I got out of school. Daddy, are you in a meeting or anything? No, honey. I'm outside the courthouse waiting for this man I'm supposed to be interviewing. What's up? Are you okay? Yeah, I haven't fallen into anything or had any buildings collapse on me. So far. I just wanted to let you know I'll be hanging with Cassie. We'll probably go to the mall or the library or something. Okay. Well, be sure to be back at the hotel by six, okay? I want to have dinner with you. Take a cab. Do you have enough money? Yes. I'll see you for dinner. Then I called my mom at work, got her voicemail, and left the same basic message. It was sad how easy lying had become for me. I guess a lot of kids lie occasionally to their parents. But I have to do it way too much. Someday I'll be able to tell everyone the whole truth. That will be a relief. Anyway, we were all supposed to meet up in the air above the beach. That was the plan. All of us except Axe and Tobias had the perfect morphs to the occasion. But it was one I hadn't used in a long time. The tricky part was finding a safe place to morph. I headed for the stand of trees beyond the athletic field. Unfortunately, kids went there sometimes, and I couldn't risk being seen. Fortunately, Tobias arrived to help. Hey, Rachel. If you can hear me, scratch your head. I scratched my head and casually looked up to the sky. I spotted the red-tailed hawk outlined against a fluffy white cloud. There are three people in the stand of woods, but they're walking away. They'll be gone by the time you get there. I couldn't answer, because you can only make thought speak when you're in a morph. But I trusted Tobias totally. Hawk eyes are about ten times better than human eyes. Tobias could have told me how many mice and rats and skunks and toads and squirrels were in that stand of woods, let alone how many big, noisy, clunky humans there were. I walked quickly into the trees. There was a ton of trash. Soda cans and chip wrappers and McDonald's bags. I laughed, because for the morph I was going into, this was like the perfect world. You're so clear, Tobias called down. Four guys heading toward you from the school, but you'll be out of there before they arrive. I nodded. Then I focused on the morph. And I tried not to focus on the fact that morphing had gotten very weird since the day before. Like it was normal the rest of the time. I began to shrink very quickly. Pine needles and dead leaves and beer cans and assorted trash all came rushing up. Shrinking is weird because it's so much like falling. You don't think, oh, I'm getting small. You think, oh, I'm falling. You fall and fall and fall, but somehow you never actually land. It's just that a can that started off seeming to be as big as your foot becomes as big as half your body. And a McDonald's bag that you could have stepped on is now so large you could crawl inside it. Leaves smaller than your hand are now as big as those little bathroom rugs. As I shrank, I could see my flesh turning white. White as snow. White as paper. And then, when I was a creepy, shrinking ghost, the feather patterns began to appear. They were tiny, close, delicate feathers. 
much smaller than the owl or eagle morphs I used. My teeth melded together and began to force themselves outward, forming a single horn-like protrusion. It pushed out and split open horizontally, creating a hooked beak. I spread my arms wide and saw that they were already wings. Not the broad, powerful wings of an eagle. Shorter, sharper, narrower, more acrobatic wings. I had become the bird that is never endangered. The bird that lives on all seven of the seven continents. The bird that seems to thrive in every environment. I was the mighty seagull. Eater of fish, french fries, melted candy, eggs, Burger King Whoppers, popcorn, beef jerky, pickle slices, maraschino cherries, cheese puffs, burritos, and basically any other food that has ever been invented. King of scavengers, lord of the trash. I flapped my wings and took to the sky. I flapped hard and rose to treetop level. And below me, the beauty of the world was revealed to my alert seagull vision. Food was everywhere. Everywhere humans threw garbage was a restaurant to me. The dumpster behind the school. The parking lot of the convenience store. I saw it all. I spotted every blowing candy wrapper. I noted every single bit of roadkill. Other birds had to kill to eat. Other birds had narrow, cramped environmental niches with just one or two kinds of acceptable food. Not me. I could live on junk food and garbage. And that's why the skies were filled with my brothers and sisters— I saw them everywhere, always near the ground, always on the lookout for the next breadcrumb. Above me, I spotted a dangerous form, the dark silhouette of a bird of prey. But I wasn't too worried. He was high up, and I was fast and very agile. I flapped hard and flew fast, zooming like a wobbly erratic rocket above the treetops, over the roofs, flitting through telephone wires, skimming easily over lawns and yards and gardens. Enjoying yourself, Rachel? What the? Hello? Hello in there, Rachel. You're not falling into the morph, are you? It took a few seconds for me to track. The voice in my head was Tobias. Tobias was a human. So was I. Oh, hello. Wake up, Rachel. Sorry, Tobias. I was getting kind of caught up in the seagull's head there for a minute. I wasn't prepared. I've done the morph before, so I wasn't on guard. It was embarrassing, actually. When you first do a morph, it's very hard to control the mind of the animal. I mean, when I'd morphed the crocodile, even though I was totally prepared, I'd been ready to chomp that kid. But I'd done the seagull before. I shouldn't have had any difficulty with it. You okay, Rachel? Tobias asked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine, all right? I just wish everyone would stop asking me how I am. I'm fine. This wasn't related to the problem with uncontrolled morphing. This was just a minor thing. A minor loss of concentration. Nothing to worry about. That's what I told myself. You know your way to the beach from here? Of course I know the way to the beach, I said, still mad for no good reason. Okay. See you there. Tobias peeled off and I flew on. One thing the seagull knew how to find was the beach. But I was not a happy little seagull. Something was wrong with me, and it wasn't going away.